Welcome to WVYC's Perspectives. This is an up-close look at the students, faculty, and administrators who make your college unique. This weekly show shines a spotlight on the programs and people here at YCP. This week's host is Jeffrey Schiffman. Welcome to WVYC's Perspectives, and today we are joined by uh, Vic Taylor. Vic is the Director of Graduate Studies as well as Non-Traditional Programs. We'll get into that in a minute here at York College, and he's also the former Chair of the English and Humanities Department. First of all, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, Jeff. All right. Uh, Let's talk about your path to York College. What kind of got you uh, to come to York College? Well, like many academics, um, I just finished my doctoral program. I was looking in the Chronicle of Higher Education for a position, um, and I saw the York College position. It looked very interesting. It touched on a lot of my areas. I have an inter- interdisciplinary background. So I applied, um, and then I was interviewed, and then I was hired, and uh, then came here in uh, 1998. So uh, this fall is my 20th year. So y- your first job at a co- essentially your first uh, a full-time job. Yeah, my first real, I had been a visiting assistant professor for a few years. Um, that's a real job in a sense, but you don't really... You don't feel really, you like belong. Exactly. You're sort of on the outside of things. Uh, so this was my real full-time, you know, faculty professorial appointment. Um, and so it's been great. It's been a great 20 years. So you spent, you know, your whole... What attracted you to your college other than the fact that they offered you a job? I mean, right. obviously you had to look at other places. Sure. So... Um, yeah, it's going back a couple decades now, <laughs> but I had um, I'd interviewed at other schools. Um, I had a, when I was you know grad, after I had finished my uh, dissertation, um, I was thinking I'd go to a research university. Um, that was usually the expectation of a lot of people coming out of the kind of graduate program I came out of. Um, so I interviewed at a research institution, uh, a kind of larger state university, and then York, which was. In my view at the time, a smaller sort of liberal arts college or comprehensive college, and I had you know, graduated from a liberal arts college, Lemoyne College in Syracuse, New York, and I had this affection for a liberal arts context. And when I was sort of making my decision, I was thinking, where do I feel you know, most at home in the sense of uh, a connection with the curriculum, with the, the mission of the school? And um, York just seemed to be the, the natural fit. Um, it was a time, I, my impression was that it was a time of change. Uh, Dr. Waldner was, um, I think, in his seventh or eighth year here. Um, there are a lot of plans to build facilities, new programs. The department chair at the time, Ed Jones, was you know, very enthusiastic about having me here. So it was a, I always view York then, I viewed it then, I view it now as a place of opportunity. And um, so that's what you know closed the deal for me. And and what did you teach when you first came? When I first uh, arrived here, I taught uh, writing, uh, freshman composition, um, literary studies, and some philosophy, but not a lot. Uh, the needs were really in literature and writing. And uh, they had a faculty member who had suddenly passed away, and I was his, I guess, his replacement. Although I kind of resisted being. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be characterized. Yeah, that way. it was kind of difficult. Um, but my, my research and my background is in literary studies, philosophy, and religion. And so over the years, I've migrated into those areas as well. So I've taught across all the programs with the exception of theater and foreign languages. Okay. This is pretty good. That's pretty record. good. Yeah. <laughs> we are talking with Vic Taylor. He is the director of graduate studies as well as the non-traditional programs here at York College. All right. I understand 
the first part of your title, which, by the way, probably doesn't fit on a business card, right? Barely, kind of wraps around the other side. <laughs> a very small type, the smallest funds. Obviously, graduate studies. We we have a lot of graduate studies, obviously, in the business area and some and and, and nursing, and nursing, and, and education, and education. Um, and and so you're coordinating that, and I I think that that's kind of self explanatory. But the non traditional programs, what what are you talking about there? What are we doing? How is that different than what we did before? Well, the non-traditional programs, that's an area that's uh, being defined. Some institutions refer to it as continuing studies or professional studies. Um, right now, we're focusing on certificate programs. Okay. Um, post-baccalaureate certificates. So for students um, who've already graduated from other institutions who want to, the term, um, our provost doesn't like the term, but I'll use it, upskill, who want to upskill or reskill, can come back to your college and take uh, and enroll in a certificate program in a particular area. And they might be career changers or career advancers. So the goal is to bring online a number of highly desirable certificate programs um, in business and nursing and education, maybe other areas, uh, for you know, for folks who are, as I said, either changing careers or trying to move up in their careers. So that's sort of the non-traditional part of it. The other side of it too are non-credit certificates uh, for people who are interested in personal enrichment. Uh, it kind of connects a little bit with community engagement. Okay, I but, was going to say, see, that sounds, sounds a little uh, bit like CCE stuff. Yeah, I think they, they play a very important role, um, and we're going to do a lot of shared programming, I imagine, in the future. I'm thinking uh, of this more in terms of ac academic community engagement. Um, and so we're going to have to figure out you know, how to define those, those areas a little bit more. And then the other part of it, uh, too, is developing a... Um, a degree completion program. A lot of people in the community, a lot of uh, people who were in the military, who may have acquired courses over their, you know, over their time in the military, and they have transcripts from multiple institutions. And so, if we could create a program where we could collect and and aggregate their credit hours and get them in a program so they could finish their degrees, almost uh, they would almost be like Uber transfer students. Exactly. They? Oh, yeah. that, that'd be yeah. not Uber the driver. The driver. Which, you know that whole that whole concept of the, the word. Uber has totally changed. We could probably do That's a right. show on that. <laughs> yeah, we can go um, back to Nietzsche on that. Right. Um, so so the, the certificate programs, um, uh, w can you give me an example of something? Yes. So um, I, there are many schools um, in our area who run certificate programs, and they do most of them online, and they're very successful. Stevenson University does it. Um, the big player is Penn State World Campus, yes. which is all online. Sure. Uh, and Purdue Global University, which many people have probably seen advertisements for on you know cable news. So um, one of the examples would be the uh, we have a proposal for a program in cyber threat prevention, and so it would involve um, students taking a sort of core group of courses in technology management and then in cybersecurity. So it could be anywhere between 15 or 24 hours, depending on the credits that they have. And so they would take those courses that we were already offering to undergraduates, and so they would just occupy those courses. They would complete that course sequence, and then they would actually leave with a, tra a certificate, but a transcript uh, with, that would list four credit courses, 
Um, and where the, it would say degree, it would say certificate in. Um, and then they can take that to their employer or they can put that on their resume that they have another certification or micro-credentialing in that area. And so that's one in uh, business, cybersecurity. There are several proposed in education. So uh, teachers um, are required to go to do continuing education. Right. So this would be a nice way to organize that. And so, um, for instance, you could think of a certificate in urban education or wellness and resiliency, and they take a core, a group of courses, 12, 15, 24 credit hours, whatever they need, um, and then they'd have that credential, and then they could take it to their principal or superintendent and say, look, I have expertise in this area. So it's a very, um, it's a very important um, next level of education for us. Um, you know, the world moves very quickly, and so you know they say when a, a medical when a medical student graduates from medical school, you know she or he is already five years behind, and so when someone finishes a degree, um, what they learned in college, is, you know, is not enough, and they have to keep on updating their skills. And certificates are an excellent way to do it. We are talking with Vic Taylor. He is director of graduate studies as well as non traditional programs here at your college. So. This is not, you said 15 or you know 20 or maybe 24 credits. So obviously, this is not graduate school. It's very, very specific. It's not like you're getting an MBA. Correct. It's, it's, it's very targeted to a number of uh, specific uh, areas, right? Yes. I think what distinguishes it, there's an interesting connection. So uh, after someone graduates with their BA or BS, um, they can go on to uh, further graduate study. Right. It's a big investment in time and, and resources. Um, sometimes that's not necessary to have that degree. Um, you know, maybe it would be nice, but maybe they just need the credential for the purposes of their employment. What a lot of institutions do, and what I think we may end up doing, I mean, that's a decision that has to be made down the road, that if students in a certificate are taking four credit courses, and let's say they earn 12 credits in a program, we could say, all right, you can take those 12 credits and you can apply them to a master's degree. Okay. So the term is laddering up. So, you know, let's say someone part time, um, it would take five to six years to finish a master's degree. They could do a certificate in half that time. So at least they'd have something to show for it. So they can go to their employer and say, look, I completed this certificate. It was very worthwhile. I'm interested. I want to go to the next level. I want to go into the graduate program. And so we would take those credits and apply them hmm. to the graduates. So, so, so it doesn't... It, it, <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm going to use the term and put quotes around. You're not wasting those the the, the courses you took towards your certificate. Exactly. So, um, and a lot of certificates from other institutions. And I've done a lot of research this summer. I've been. I know what it's like to be a researcher at a think tank. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of data analysis. Um, they can apply to multiple programs. So a student in, let's say, a business area certificate could apply credit hours to an MBA program, a master's program in accounting, or a leadership program. So I think we, what we want to do at your college is create a lot of flexibility for students. And that, and that obviously is the goal. Okay, where are we, in, you said, and, and you started your job technically July 1, probably did a little bit before that. Exactly. But 
Um, so this is new to the college. Where are we? When are we going? When is the college going to start offering these certificates? When are we going to start seeing these? I, and and I would say I would label them non-traditional students because you know they're yes. in the workplace. Right. So the the post baccalaureate certificates are not for current students. Right. So um, we want to make sure that students have the have the degree first. Um, now they can come back after they graduate. Um, so the idea in terms of timing, right now we're doing um, we're doing the research, we're doing the comparisons, we're really we're we're drilling down into the data. We're looking at cost per credit hour, uh, we're looking online versus on campus. So we're doing all the important research um, right now. So when we do get a program together, um, it's a program that will draw students. It's a program that will be appropriately priced. And it's a program that we can sort of support and market. And so that's what we're getting, we're getting set up to do that right now. I think a lot, of, um, a lot of institutions rushed into the online market, rushed in the certificate market, rushed into these things. Um, so we're, we're late to the game in one sense, but I don't know if you're a golf fan. I am. Okay, so you know sometimes there's an advantage in like a foursome in putting last because you get to read the pot of everybody else <laughs> and you see where it breaks. And I think that's where we are. So we've seen how other schools rushed into it, where they kind of missed the cup, you know, um, and now we can sort of learn from that and figure out what we need to do to put up programs that are desirable um, for students that will, um, you know, that will be cost effective for us and that fit with our curriculum, especially our graduate curriculum. So I would love to see students go from certificate programs to graduate programs. Victor Taylor, uh, Director of Graduate and Non-Traditional Programs here at your college. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for joining us for WVYC's Perspectives. The program airs weekly on Mondays and Fridays at 9 o'clock. Public Affairs program is also available as a podcast at wvyc.podbean.com. Jeffrey Schiffman serves as the Executive Director of Perspectives. We hope you join us again for this in-depth look at the York College community.